So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Vince McMahon, not fond of The Fiend. Have we learned more details about the WWE exit or the the unceremonious exit of one of the more popular and talked about wrestling characters of the last few years? Why did Bray Wyatt leave the WWE? We don't know, but we know a little bit more about what possibly led to it. Plus, WWE NXT is going to have a new takeover to take over that pay-per-view slot in December. Plus, AEW is going to do their very own little battle of the belts. Their own battle of the belts. Why don't you just battle with your thumbs right now? Hit the like button. Get in the conversation. Share the link of your stink. It's the Sports Kidder Wrestling Top Story of the Day. What is up, everybody? It's Kev Callum here with Jose G and Jeremy Bennett. This is the stories we're going to run down today, uh, talking about Bray Wyatt, talking about some backstage stuff with Vince McMahon, and so much more. If you are with us, go ahead and jump into the conversation, especially if we're with us for the first time. Let's get into this Bray Wyatt story right away. What is the latest, gentlemen? We have learned more. <laughs> about the uh, the unquestionably odd exit of Bray Wyatt from WWE just a few months ago. Yeah, we uh, uh, learned from Fightful Select, uh, of course, uh, some backstory that uh, I think a lot of people may have already known, but just in case you didn't know, uh, there was uh, uh, things between Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, and they weren't happy with the creative, di- the, the creative direction of the match that happened at WrestleMania, which turned out to be Bray Wyatt's last match. Not his last appearance, but his last official match. And, uh, you know, things were basically changed a couple of days before the show. There was never a true creative endgame for the whole story that went on for uh, uh, over six months. And uh, originally, Orton was supposed to take time off, and so The Fiend was supposed to win this match. Uh, That all got changed, and uh, numerous people backstage said Wyatt was very outspoken thinking about the bad creative and some think that Vince McMahon just didn't like him going forward due to that. Uh, Creative was also told about a lot of frustrations around the burned fiend angle, specifically the suit and uh, being able to move around in it. Uh, Wyatt has not really confirmed this himself, but of course, now that his no compete is up, it is possible that he will break his silence on a lot of things coming up. Uh, But they were of course told that the uh, release was a budget cut. Uh, does not, uh, you know, does not know if this was just directed at Wyatt himself, just with the uh, the things that went down over uh, the course of April to July. Uh, so very, uh, very interesting stuff coming out uh, from internally about the whole situation of that last three months of Wyatt's tenure with the WWE. What do you think, Jose? I mean, this was uh, certainly one of the bigger stories of the year for wrestling in general is just Bray Wyatt leaving WWE. Obviously, everyone leaving WWE, but Bray Wyatt leaving WWE at a very popular you know, point of his career, a very elusive character. You only get to see him now and then. 
but certainly one that a casual fan, a hardcore fan, we never got asked more about a character or what that character is going to do oh, on we screen. Get. Absolutely. Uh, uh, more than Bray Wyatt, maybe The Undertaker, CM Punk, in terms of what are they going to do? What are they going to do? People intrigued about what they're going to do. Um, you know, he's on that list of guys. So yeah. now people are interested in what he's going to do next. But obviously, the way he left WWE, kind of weird. Seems like WWE has a little bit more, you have a little bit more of an idea now, but there was a creative difference here about where things were going and maybe he wasn't happy playing the part anymore, but at the same time wanted to dictate the part to them, which isn't the way WWE wants to do business. You don't tell them <laughs> how they're going to book, you yeah. know, WrestleMania. Or you know, it's, like it's really either. interesting because you, you're, you're absolutely right. This one was one of the biggest news stories of the year. We covered it extensively when it was happening during the big releases earlier this year. Happened on a Saturday. It, uh, happened on a Saturday. And what, what I take back from this, when you're looking at from the fans' point of view and you're looking at all the reactions from the internet wrestling community, right? A lot of people kind of felt that budget cuts wasn't a sufficient explanation. They already knew, like, okay, something else was up. You know, everybody didn't like how that match ended. No matter of fact, you said it yourself, Jeremy, that even the people backstage, the officials, didn't like how that match turned out. So at the end of it, that report from Fightful, I think that kind of fits that missing piece of the puzzle if that's what it is, creative differences. Yeah, because it felt like a lot of Monday Night Raw that gets ripped up and torn up 30 minutes before they go live. And that's kind of what they did on a WrestleMania angle. Though I thought it was really cool what they did with Alexa Bliss and things like that. The match wasn't um, great. No, it wasn't. It was more no, of a I, spectacle. I, I, yeah, yeah, it was more of a spectacle. And uh, I think that's, I guess that's what people want out of Bray, though. I mean, and, you, and the Burn Fiend thing, we've never heard anything about that. And, and to hear that that was kind of negatively done too, uh, negatively received by Wyatt is kind of interesting because you figure those type of different wrinkles in the character are something he would like as a horror fan. But, uh, you know, maybe it just wasn't done right. That Inferno match was an absolute spectacle. Like yeah, uh, that was. was, it was one. Of, I will say that it's one of the the craziest things they've ever done in, in the in the. I'll tell Thunder you something Dome here, era. guys. Uh, you know the the entire story itself was really good. It, it was told well until the very end with that. It was kind of drawn matchup. out, though. It was it six kind of drawn out. You know, it's kinda, yeah. It's I understand that, but there but, was a lot of layers to the story. You know, you yeah. added Alexa Bliss into the story, Randy Orton, then the burn, then the fiend gets burned, and then he comes back, and then he you know, magically rejuvenates into the old version of the fiend. So yeah. there's a lot of layers to this story. It took six months to tell. We didn't get the payoff that we wanted. Uh, but you know what? It is what it is, man. The, the problem is there's a lot of times where WWE doesn't do enough long-term storytelling. So it was kind of, it was kind of good to see something like that, you know, and, and it, it just like today, they're doing a very long-term story with Roman Reigns and it's been very good almost all throughout the way. And it's and not it even close to being done. In the, it's, it threads in like almost half the company. It's yeah. Just everyone mm -hmm. going at Roman, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how long can he keep doing this <laughs> is becoming the question. So I think that's, that's a great compelling. comment right there by King Dixon. They blew a very good storyline. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They did. It just, it's just like, and it's just like, you know, you hear about all these things that sounded like that were going to be great on Monday Night Raw and got torn up half an hour before you go live. And this is a very good example of that. But on a bigger scale, they basically had something probably good tore it up uh orton was ready to go on vacation uh tore that up and then uh, instead he had to kind of 
have a, a mysterious disappearance with RK Bro later on in the year for his vacation instead. So what's next? His non-compete is up. Bray Wyatt yep. changed his Twitter, which is one of his biggest social media accounts. Uh, he retained the name Bray Wyatt WWE at Bray Wyatt WWE Bray Wyatt, right? Changed it to William Rotunda 6. He's got Rotunda 6 on there. Yeah, and uh, he hasn't really made a statement since the two days. I, mean, I think he's replied to a few tweets here and there, mm-hmm. but he's never put out any sort of statement since the two days thing. He did comment on this story basically saying, saying that it was Johnny and Bruce. Uh, and so that is a reference to WWE executives. Bruce People Richard, power. And- and John, John Laurinaitis used the head of talent relations. Um, we got a hell of a comment here, guys. Uh, yeah. th- this is a hell of a comment by uh, Andy Carr on Facebook saying, nobody's bigger than the company. In my opinion, too many talent overestimate their importance. Charlotte might be the next one to make this error. She will find herself with 20 other people in a segment on AEW if she's not careful. Ouch. So a little sh- there's a lot of shots Ooh, fired in that. Little, we little will talk fired. AEW in a little bit, too. We will have a story about AEW and someone that everyone thinks is going there. <laughs> everyone just thinks he's going there, right? Even though he made a event in Monday Night Raw last night. Everyone just thinks he's going there. I still That's think he's up- going there. You still think? <laughs> you No, you still want him to go there. No, I still right? think he's going to go there. I don't know. I don't know. It's very 50-50. Uh, they, I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't think so. I it's, think a, it's a toss-up up for me. He's gonna direct and produce and be executive producer to horror movies. <laughs> let's get and into this Kevin Owens. Let's get into this Kevin Owens story. I know we were gonna do something else second, but we already brought it up. So let's jump right into it. Kevin Owens Monday Night Raw has interjected himself very, very quickly after two big weeks on the Raw brand. They're really getting the horse behind Kevin Owens here on Monday Night Raw. He had a big match with Rey Mysterio. He was featured in the main event angle. He's now kind of looming around the title picture. And you have Seth Rollins, who is the number one contender here coming up down the line. They haven't designated when that match is going to be with the current big champ on Monday at Raw, WWE champion Big E. But a non-title match set here between Kevin Owens and Big E this past Monday. Uh, Seth Rollins at ringside and commentary gets involved, kind of distracts both men. They have a back, like, heads bump. For, so, they don't, so it's a very clever ending. Uh, mm-hmm. So Kevin Owens still kind of retains like the moral high ground, but Big E doesn't trust him as Seth Rollins, you know, hit Big E. Yeah. And so Kevin Owens was like, uh, do I take advantage of this? And he went for the cover uh, only to be rolled up and pinned. So let's Big not e says, forget. Let's not forget Big e, Big O turned on the New Day. You remember, don't forget that. Yeah, yes. Big O turned on the New Day. But what was the most eyebrow raising situation uh, in, in the interaction between Big E and, and, and KO was... It could be three months or three years. It doesn't matter what when I get my opportunity. I'm gonna get my opportunity. And then Biggie responds, "Well, it doesn't matter where it's at. We're not Mount Rushmore up in here." Explain <laughs> the Mount Rushmore statement to them, Jeremy. I know you're so, uh, this Mount. Well, Mount Rushmore refers to four guys that when they were in PWG: Kevin Steen, Adam Cole, and the Young Bucks. Oh my God! It's like they're playing to smart fans that are in the know. <laughs> I, almost, I, I just feel like they did something for fans that follow on the internet that tweet about wrestling and think they know things and I just, then write it into a storyline. I just feel the booking of KO over the past several months has been very linear to what happened with the guy who uh, just released a book today, John Moxley. It feels very much like Moxley on his way out of the company. I, that's why I, it's not a want. I, I still believe 
that uh, Owens is going to uh, leave the company at the end of January. Well, if he does, they're not doing it in a light manner. They're featuring Damn. him, you know, and uh, well, they featured Moxley too. They feature Moxley. They feature Daniel Bryan on their way out. And, and, you know, Moxley went out the way he went out, apparently unhappy with everything. Uh, well, they had Nia Jax beating him. <laughs> yeah. And still did the favors and did all these different things. And, yeah. you know, but then you have Daniel Bryan have one of the best TV matches of the year in his final match in WWE. And, it's, <laughs> and it seems like it seems like the door. I, I've seen word that the door is still open there with Danielson and WWE. Yes. I, I, I mean, he I, did leave on good was, terms. It's not I was, I was talking terms. to some people in the industry this week who, who may be more aware of it than I will. And they all they could say was it's not closed. Yeah, like, that, that's all I could hear from people. And I, I've tried to pry. Uh, but but uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get much more. Eh? Well, eh? there's one thing that came out over the last 24 to 48 hours, that excerpt from Mox's book where he says that Dan, that Brian Danielson is the greatest professional wrestler to ever live. I think those words hold up to that, to, to, to Brian Danielson's reputation. Another thing worth noting about is, you know, if you're Kevin Owens, you're going to get a, it's going to be a significant offer from from WWE for you to stay here, yeah. you know. And what is that going to be? And th to say that that won't be appealing to you, uh, if you get some type of creative caveats that you like, if you get some type of breaks and different things like that, maybe WWE looks at the deals that guys are getting at All Elite and says, "How can we compete with those deals? How can we make ourselves more lucrative to these high, these high in desire type talents?" Uh, and I, I don't think WWE's going to roll over and do this mm. easily. You but know, at I the same don't... time, at the same time, they let go of Strowman because of making three million a year. They let go of Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, the, so do they have the capacity to sign Owens to that big time deal right now with who they got and who they want to bring in? And don't forget, a lot of AEW contracts end up in 2022, and you know WWE is going to want to snatch those guys up because that's so going to make headlines. What guys going to want from All Elite? You know, vice yeah. versa. All that's going to make headlines. The first guy to jump you know and yeah. so wwe is gonna, gonna happen the, yeah the, the, wwe wants, yeah it's, yeah it's wwe it's, it's when yeah it's, and wwe wants to have that money saved to be able to to make those splash signings from aew so they can have that headline and if you think people were mad about the releases before i think they're gonna be real mad when someone jumps from it's like i think they're gonna lose their minds on that one here do you really think though that like charlotte's in trouble though do you really I don't know. I don't it's, think it's so. so. It's so hard I to don't. say. I don't. I absolutely don't. You know why? Because she opened up Friday Night SmackDown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously there's no heat on Becky. She retained. Uh, and exactly. that Friday Night SmackDown opening slot is the most watched 15 minutes of wrestling in the week. Yeah. So uh, you know, she opened up SmackDown. She's not going to. She's not in it. I don't think she's in any, in any hot water at all. All right, let's jump over to WWE NXT. WWE NXT had Halloween Havoc this past week. It was a pretty solid show. There were some thumbs down things on it for me, but overall, really, really strong show. Really, really strong show. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's the best um, Halloween Havoc thing they've presented the past few years, uh, but this is a very, very fun two hours of TV. We have uh, several new champions, an incredible ladder match uh, with the women, uh, a, a strong title contender in Braun Breaker. Even though he lost, he still came off looking great. And Tommaso Ciampa is still the champion here, a new women's champion as well. Mandy Rose having a great moment. But now it looks like we have another destination for WWXT. Um, WWE shuffling their pay-per-view schedule here, pushing the December pay-per-view out to make for the day one New Year's Day pay-per-view. And then having no December pay-per-view, previously advertised WWE TLC just not happening. So now we're getting an NXT 2.0 takeover in December. Um 
Could this be a TLC? I don't know. I've heard some people say that, but that's purely speculative. But we are getting a takeover, and we are getting a pay-per-view from WWE in December. I think this is a great idea. Not have the promotion and the talk around TakeOver lost in the shadow of maybe a more bigger event with some high, uh, more seen talents from Raw and SmackDown. Let Raw and SmackDown pump out those promos for TakeOver and say, hey, if you haven't checked out the new NXT, check out the new TakeOver. This is a good jump on point. And that is a point where people jump onto these shows. Yeah, but also here's the thing too about this announcement is that we don't know if it's going to be called TakeOver. We still don't have any confirmation if it's going to be called TakeOver. Brandon Thurston uh, sent out a tweet earlier today uh, that the tentative date is scheduled for December 5th, according to multiple sources, but he couldn't confirm if they're going to keep the moniker TakeOver uh, through the brand. So do you think if they don't keep TakeOver, do you think this is going to hurt them? Or do we keep it? Do we keep the TakeOver uh, name for their big events? I say do something different and then maybe in the future bring TakeOver back or something like that. I would say do something completely different. I wouldn't be surprised if they get rid of the TakeOver name and go in a different direction since they already are going in a different direction. Maybe they uh, maybe they revive some of the old school pay-per-views. Yeah. So just bring back like, um, you know, the Great American Bash again, which they've done it for July now. I'm not opposed to those old WCW those are fun ones. Things, it, like, NXT, tel- NXT TLC, maybe. You never, you know. We don't need December to dismember, though. We no. We don't. NXT, no mercy. NXT, barely legal. <laughs> NXT, great balls of fire. <laughs> we're going to keep we're gonna keep doing it. Heat wave. Ooh. Cyber slam. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do some weird names here. Uh, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, I've enjoyed NXT. You know, everyone who's been down on the new reboot of it, I'm kind of into it. I'm getting into some of the characters. I didn't like the Haunted House match. I thought they kind of didn't go anywhere <clears> and didn't end it. It didn't. It was just a bunch of costumes and stuff. Uh, well, I mean, it, it really was. It wasn't supposed to be a match. The Haunted House. It wasn't supposed to. Was it called a Haunted House match or no. was it just a vignette? It was just. It was just like last year. It was year. just a vignette, right? Yeah, right. yeah it was yeah, just like, like last year. Was like Cameron fun. Grimes. Last yeah. year was like fun and violent. <laughs> well, last like, year it started outside and then it finished inside. And it with finished the as like a match. Like it. it like it. It was. Yeah, it was like past but we didn't get that this, this was year. just like a uh, jump scare. Jump scare. Jump scare. Jump scare. Jump scare. And then there was a jump scare. And then someone's in an outfit and uh, jump scare. Like, it was kind of like uh, boldly repetitive, like, 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 like uh, nearing a Tim and Eric like comedy sketch where they just keep doing the same thing over in this very odd way. Uh, that was my least favorite thing on the show. But I loved the women's ladder match. I thought that was awesome. I thought that I thought that was the right way to go with Toxic Attraction winning on the women's titles. Uh, and Manny Rose looked good. <laughs> Manny Rose mm-hmm. like convincingly beat. Raquel Gonzalez, which I did not think was going to be easy to do, and they made they made that look good. And she deserves sense. that, man. She's been with the company since 2014, since Tough Enough, the first competitor from the series to actually become a WWE champion or a champion in WWE. Mm. None of the other former participants ever became champion. Wow. So this is this is actually quite uh quite the accomplishment for Mandy Rose. Good for her. Just talking about that class that hasn't, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think. Manny's back. Just, Manny Escalante is texting here saying uh, he just he just wants to aggravate someone on the internet here, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, he goes, hopefully, <laughs> I, he's like, hopefully they, I believe he means WWE, hopefully WWE buys Ring of Honor. Then they can call NXT pay-per-views all in. <laughs> I like the way Manny Escalante thinks. That's, that Love is it. very, that is just the troll. That is, you are trolling to troll. Love here. it. 
Yep, just, they own, just the they way own so it. they can have the all-in rights. Wow. They own it. They the Ring of Honor does own the all-in pay-per-view. They own the footage to that. They do. Uh, and Jared note, in the note, chat. Note, they, uh, you know, the reason they own that is because they filmed it, and that was their production uh, with their talent, who was uh, being lured away by a billionaire at the same yeah. time. So there you go. Um, and people are always just chiming off in here about some ridiculous things. Yeah. So Jared What's in the up, chat, Terrell Ms. Diggs. Terrell's been watching my stuff for years. Thank you so much. Yeah. Terrell. So Jared it. in the chat there, what uh, Jose was just talking about the 2014 class. Nobody in that. Yeah. Uh, in that not class. from that. Yeah. It's only from that class. A lot of people made it from that class, but yep, nobody was a champion within that class. Is it who's still in there besides? May is it Sonya. just Mandy and Sonia? Is that it? It was Mandy and Sonia because uh ZZ he got fired like four or five years ago. Yeah, and Sarah Lee, other... God, the winner was yeah, did nothing. No, she did it was one of those nothing. things like in American Idol when they just vote for the worst person on the show. That's what they yeah. did with Sarah Lee. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, exactly you, what happened. You, you gotta love it, man. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> uh people chiming off on all these big topics. Thank you guys so much for joining us. What else do we have to get here? I'm not forgetting anything, am I? We have the Battle of the Belts that yes. was announced today by AEW, guys. Uh it, what was that story about today, Jeremy? Because I know the, the good old Uncle Dave dropped that story yep. today. Oh, Uncle Dave coming at us from Wrestling Observer Radio. It's going to be a super card event about an hour long, uh, inspired by the old Clash of the Champions specials that you, you would it would be like a pay-per-view on regular television type of deal for Clash of Champions. They'd usually air uh usually uh you know uh, on the Saturday nights there and it was about an hour and a half long, maybe a little longer than they normally would run. And so that's going to kind of be the plan for this Battle of the Belts and um and uh, kind of the idea of the specials just kind of going back to the old days um, when NWA was on Turner. It would certainly be interesting. This is another part of AEW's expansion of their media relationship with Warner Media. Uh, so we're going to see Dynamite move over to TBS, which will put them in more homes and likely give them more of a, a great opportunity to reach more than a million people yeah. every single week. Doesn't mean they're going to do it, though. You know, I mean, TBS, everyone thinks, oh, just because TBS is in more homes, they're going to get more audience. It's worth noting, TBS has struggled with some of their programming uh, to reach an audience that isn't sports related. I'm just saying what, what TBS has been dealing with uh, on and off in the past few years. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you have the issue of uh, WWE is coming at those dynamite numbers and showing to some advertisers what they can draw as they did this past Friday with the SmackDown that was on cable television. So that puts it in the same cable TV rankings night of with dynamite and they beat them and they beat them significantly in the demographic for men, 18 to 49. And then the overall audience by several hundred thousand, uh, you're going to have this issue here with dynamite when it gets closer to the realm of top tier cable. So now you're playing in the realm of USA network, right? Of, are we going to buy WWE? Or we're going to buy All Elite Wrestling. It depends on what you want. You can play the demos all these different ways. I think both brands will end up doing pretty well on this. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. it does show it does show that AEW can counter with these specials now from time to time. Something makes me think they're going to try and put one of these on a night when there's a WWE pay per view. I think uh, that is that is why I think or, is big, or, or big Rampage is going to be or Rampage starts early or starts or, early. Yeah, that too. But. The real uh, it thing would here, not guys. it would not I would not put it past AEW with what happened earlier this year and the tough talk that it, it, Tony Khan put out there mm -hmm. that they put one of these TV specials that are basically like free pay-per-views on live television the same time as a WWE pay-per-view. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if because if everything lines up, WWE's talking about doing a UK stadium show the Saturday afternoon or the Saturday of potentially doesn't mean it's going to happen. It's potential. This isn't the sports kitty guys telling you this is going to happen. WWE could potentially run a stadium in the UK, sell it out because fans want that to happen in the UK mm-hmm. and do it the same night or the same weekend as all out. So, uh, you know, all could counter with something like this, especially when they have something. It's a weekend show. It's a it's a special. They're they're not going to do that on a Friday. They're going to do the, they potentially they could. You know, um, but I, something makes me think something like that or shows like that because they're, they're contracted to do more uh, could drop on a Saturday and maybe they try and just throw that at WWE in some way. Yeah, I don't know. They I could, I. I I could see like going head to head with a peacock where they could watch it on demand is not going to really hurt them that much, or you know, if they're really want to, wanting to compete. So that's could, why you could watch you could watch the you could watch the AEW show on demand. Everything on cable mm. is on demand. Yeah. That's kind of a mute point. You know what yeah. I mean? So uh I, I don't know, but it's definitely the idea is can, can we pull something away from them, you know? Yeah. Uh yeah, I think, they, I think they'd be I think they'll be able to at some point, you know, just because with everything that they're doing with the expansion with the shows. They're looking into the streaming deals. Tony Schiavone the other day said on the podcast that the Warner Media is already talking to HBO Max to carry some of the AEW footage in library. So it's they are gonna be head to head at some point competing down the line, streaming pay-per-views, same day events. It's gonna happen, Kevin. It's yeah. gonna happen. Uh people uh going on here. <laughs> Dalton Summer saying at Kev Kellum. Uh, have you heard speculation of Jerry Jones going in on WWE? <laughs> Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, the NFL team. He's a very successful uh, businessman. He is Jerry Town in, in, in Dallas. They're going to host another WrestleMania. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys and, and Jerry Jones were very much involved in the promotion and marketing of the last WrestleMania. And from what I understand, they are very accommodating to the marketing of the upcoming WrestleMania. Do I think they're going to go in on WWE? I've heard about this, but it's purely speculation. Uh, it's still worth noting that WWE is a publicly traded company. So if you really wanted to be aggressive, uh, maybe not have a hostile takeover, but definitely have a what they call an aggressive minority stake in the company hmm. would be interesting. At the same time, WWE, you've had a lot of executives sell some stocks. So there is stock out there. You can have someone buy their way into the board here if they really wanted it. Uh, and Jerry, Jerry Jones is the guy I think that could do that <laughs> if he really wanted to. He, it's not to say that he doesn't have the money to do it. Do I think he's going to do it? I don't know about that. Uh, I don't, I don't, and I don't know if WWE would tolerate something like that either, but maybe somebody that they want in the boardroom. You know, WWE's all about bringing in new people right now, and that is not just talent on the screen, that is people behind the scenes. And you see how much influence Nick Khan, who's only been with the company a few years, has now. And Jerry knows how to make money too, so. True. He also knows how to ag- aggravate some fans in the process. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's what WWE does. There's so mad. Well, so that mad. too. That too. Yeah. Um, so it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> plenty, plenty of different takes here, uh, and a lot of people are sounding off on all these different things here. We're getting questions about The Rock. Is there any news on Dwayne The Rock Johnson WrestleMania goes to California? Uh, no. no there's no there's no new yet. news on it. That's not us deflecting your question. There's just simply nothing new to discuss on that front here. Uh, sneaking this one in here before we sign off. Sean Smith, who's always with us, with his awful Yankees logo that he always has <laughs> in the chat. 
Sean says, do you think Turner executives, Turner Broadcasting, they're not Warner Media, have cringed when Tony Khan has said that he wants to have a great idea for a TV car, something like Clash of the Champions? That's what this is. That's what this is. There's so many things. There's so many things like Battle of the Belts is Clash of the Champions rebranded. Yes, there's so many things culturally that AEW does that they want to constantly go back to the WCW like name shelf and grab it and put it. If they could call a show Spring Stampede, they would. If they could have a Super Brawl, they would. It it really has nothing to do with WWE at all. It's more of the lineage of when it when a clash of the champions aired on, on uh, TBS with uh, NWA and WCW and Turner, but who's been putting clash of the champions on television for the last 10 years. Yeah. So in Turner, WWE, is, <laughs> like, and, like and, well, it hasn't been on TV. It's been on pay-per-view yeah, and Turner and Turner dumb. and Turner's, <laughs> you, been, like, and, you, and you know, Turner's not cringing. Turner's pretty happy with how AEW is performing financially. So. I know Sean, Sean was going for the trolley stuff. He's just trying yeah. to aggravate people. I get it. <laughs> I, I get it here. Uh, Terrell wants to know who's going to face Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be Brock oh, right now. Yeah, well, it's thirty-eight next. Jeez, that's right. I had to count them. Is is the next one thirty-eight? Months tickets go on sale next week, fellas. Yeah, Brock's gonna Brock's gonna get magically reinstated before the Rumble and win it. Mm. What? Uh, James has his question here. Hey, uh, you know for sure you don't uh, you don't you don't hear SK saying anything about AEW buying. This is worded weird. I guess you're asking, did AEW buy the Ring of Honor tape library, which is reportedly up for sale? Uh, if true, it wouldn't be it would have been breaking news. Uh, here, here's this thing about that. No, there's just widespread speculation. People just assume that All Elite Wrestling wants to buy. The tape library that there is no confirmed designated source right now that will go on the record and say all wrestling wants to purchase the tape library. Because another thing to talk, talk about, is they have a they have a YouTube, they have a strong YouTube, a strong digital presence. They have strong uh, all those different things, but they don't have uh, an on demand video portal. Are they in talks or streaming service? It's been looked at, but how serious are those talks? We don't know. A lot of those talks have been with more of like what they call now the fast stuff, stuff you see on Pluto, uh, yeah. free TV, where they think that they would put ad supported stuff like a, yeah. like a like a Hulu tier, which is still sort of like paid, you know, but you just and, have like and, a separate deal. WWE and, has Pluto you watch Raw, Pluto and watch Raw SmackDown on on yeah. Hulu. Pluto does it amazing on uh, yeah. because they got Impact, they got all the independent stuff. Price is right. At, yep, they got American all the, Gladiators. All yes, uh, Pluto's doing it right. Which you know, I don't not necessarily going to put the pay per views on there, but they could put a lot of episodes of Dark on there. You know, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, Impact puts pay per views on there, but they got a whole big body of work that they can do that with. So on the free Pluto, Uh, but I think that's just a widespread assumption that people think just because oh, all the guys, a bunch of guys that were in All Elite Wrestling were in Ring of Honor, so they're going to buy. It just isn't a given, you know. Like AEW's going to get it. They're going to AEW. He's signing with AEW. AEW is going to be buying it. Uh, yeah, guys. Um, and here's DB DB Cooper, the DB Cooper oh. who stole who stole the money from the plane and got away with it. The yeah. DB Cooper. Uh, he says, "Hey, uh, hey yo, hey yo, uh, hey, I'm yo. here in I'm here in St. Louis. AEW Rampage, Chavitz Arena, November fifth, Royal Rumble in January in the Lou. Which show would you rather see live? I'd rather see both. Uh, but if you have to choose between the two." <laughs> 
and you haven't been to a Royal Rumble, go to the Rumble. Like, yeah. like go to the Rumble. If you have a choice between the two, mm. I would go to the Rumble every time. Oh, Rumble's uh, my favorite pay-per-view. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, no shot here. at AEW, but like Rampage still is a show that has some cool matches on it. But if you had a choice between the two and you could only go to one and you're like a college kid and you're saving up your money or something like that, I would go to the Rumble. I've been to a Rumble. It's so much fun. It's so much fun to see like what's going to happen next and what that thrill is like. And uh, the Royal Rumble matches themselves for like the better part of the last five or six years have all really delivered. Even the one in the Thunderdome was really, really good too. So that's what's going on here. Sportsky Wrestling stop story. We're going to, we're going to stop the top story. That's stop what we're story. doing. Uh, if you haven't done any, go ahead and subscribe to the Sports Key Wrestling <clears throat> Podcast channel. We are available in the podcast feeds on Apple, on Spotify. We're soon going to be start doing it on Stitcher, uh, which is pretty, pretty cool. I'm trying to get us on as many platforms as we can get on. We have exclusive interviews on there as well. Recent ones with Dominic Mysterio, with Drew McIntyre, uh, Vince Russo uh, reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night. He had a lot to say about last week's, uh, last night's Monday Night Raw. Dutch Mantel with us after SmackDown and Rampage. And, of course, the debrief with that uh, lovely gentleman right over there, Jose. And uh, Rico El Glorioso uh, covering AEW. You, you said it perfectly today. I was trying. I was trying. I, I, I worked on it. Uh, covering everything going on. Uh, he, can't say, <laughs> he can't say uh, top story, but he can say Rico El Glorioso. El Glorioso. Well, I, the thing is, I stopped talking. I slowed down. And I let blood get to my brain, which I think is the important. <laughs> I have to let the blood get to my brain. If you guys aren't doing it already, go ahead and follow Jose underscore G underscore official. Follow at JB Huskers. Follow me, Kev Kellum, right there. If you aren't doing it, why, why aren't you following? Seriously, why have you not started following Sports Gear Wrestling on the Twitter machine? You aren't doing that? Come on, dude. Do we're dropping now. hot takes on there. We're, we're tweeting during the shows. We're, we're dropping funny memes, all that good stuff. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, no matter no matter how much you want to bitch or troll someone that likes another wrestling promotion. You go on the internet to find other people that don't agree with you so you can argue with people you're never going to meet in real life on the internet. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was doing it again. I was doing it again. Just remember, what do they got to do, boys? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, tell them. Let me talk to you. Tell them. I can't.